0: Amen. Hallelujah. So good to be in the presence of the Lord tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Is it alright if I just testify before I get to preaching? You ever had a message that, you know, while, uh, you guys can be seated if you'd like. You know, in the middle of the message, God didn't completely speak to you at that moment, and maybe when the altar call was given, you didn't go up, and you didn't feel conviction at that moment. Uh, as Brother Jared was preaching Sunday morning, you know his his message applied to my life. You know I, uh, but he asked a question in the middle of his message. He said, "Who are you?" You know, ask yourself, "Who am I? Who am I really?" You know, everyone sees what you do. Sees how you act, but who are you? You only you know who are you. You know I thought about that when he said it, but it didn't really hit home. And then I got I got driving down the road Monday morning, and that question just hit my life. It really, just really convicted me. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I going to be? Who? Who? What am I? What am I doing to be something for God? And I felt, I felt like God, you know, God asked me the question, you know, how long has it been since you fasted until, you know, fasted not even knowing when you're going to stop fasting? When's the last time when you spent time in prayer when you wanted to do something else? When's something? When's the last time that you gave me the whole day just for me? Hallelujah. Who am I? Hallelujah. Who am I going to be? You know, we talked in youth class uh, on our last series uh, talking about a holy ambition. And, you know, at the end of that series, I had all the kids write down, uh, write down a uh, Different things that they would call that's their holy ambition. You know, after we got done with that series, the things we learned, the things that we should do, the things that we should be, and the things that we should put in priority, what is our holy ambition? You know, and I and I mean Whitney both wrote one down. And some of the things I wrote is um, you know, I want to be a, a father that my kids can look at and and I can I can tell them, do as I did. Instead of do, as I say, be a husband that my wife finds uh, security, you know, in in every way. And and when I got to thinking about God, you know, well, I thought about my parents, you know, I want to be a son my parents can be proud of. And I got to thinking about God, you know, what, what do I want God to think about me? What is my holy ambition for God? And I thought, you know, along the same lines, I want to be. A son, a child of the king that my father in heaven can be proud of. Hallelujah. That's my holy ambition. To be a son, a son that my holy father can be proud of. And I got to thinking as I was driving down the road Monday morning, you know, what am I doing that God can be proud of? You know, what who am I? As Brother Jared was preaching, you know, being someone. Being someone. Before the ministry. Hallelujah. I just feel like this week, God has just completely wrecked my life. In a good way. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, I was thinking about as the youth was singing that song, I know I'm taking a lot of time testifying, but I hope I can encourage somebody. I was thinking as the young piece of people were singing that song, and I thought about the the first words of that song. It says when I think about the Lord, and I, you know, I thought this week, you know, sometimes it's so hard to feel God. It's so hard for me to feel God. I got to be in a great service to start feeling the Lord. But when's the last time when I just sat down and started thinking about the Lord that I felt I felt His presence? I started, I started crying because I, I, I thought about what God has done for me. You know, it doesn't take youth camp, young people. It doesn't take the, the fiery service. But if you can get to a place you can get sensitive to His presence that when you think about Him, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I want to be that sensitive to the Holy Spirit that when I just think about what He's done for me, Hallelujah, I can feel His presence all over me. Oh hallelujah. <coughs> oh thank you Jesus. <coughs> hallelujah. If you all want to turn in your Bibles tonight to Romans 12. Hallelujah. Oh thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Romans 12 and verse 1. Can you turn me down? I don't know if I need to be turned down in the monitors, but I feel really loud. Hallelujah. Romans 12 and verse 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And I want to draw your attention to the first verse, where it says, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, unto God Lord we thank you for this service God the presence that we've already felt God in this service Lord I ask you just move on me tonight Lord anoint me God Lord that I could present this message Lord the way that you've given it to me God Lord that you would anoint the ears to hear in this congregation Lord work help us around this altar Lord God as we come around this altar Lord we thank you for it Jesus in your name we pray hallelujah amen you can all be seated Hallelujah. I want to ask a question tonight as my title. Happiness or holiness? Happiness or holiness? You know, you first think of that, you think, well, if I'm holy, if if I'm living after the Lord, I'm going to be happy. I believe that. But what are you chasing tonight? Are you chasing happiness? Are you chasing holiness? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, as a young person, well, as a, as a child, I wanted to play uh, baseball in, uh, uh, is it T-ball, I guess, when the, where the little kids play baseball? Really wanted to play baseball. I had some friends that were playing, and the and the games were on Friday night, and that was the night we had church. And so, you know, mom and dad said, you know, we, you, know you, you go to practices, but you're not going to be able to go to the games. You know, you can play with your friends, but you're just not going to make it to the games. And what were they teaching me? they were teaching me happiness or holiness you know i'd seen a lot of happiness going to play baseball with my friends never really played baseball i had, just wasn't wasn't my sport uh, never tried it but when i was little that's what i wanted to do and i you know i thought of that as a young age my parents were teaching me the difference between chasing happiness and chasing holiness hallelujah what are we chasing tonight the definition of holiness is living a life of being holy and totally devoted to God. Hallelujah. I want to be someone that's totally devoted to God. You know, I thought about the different people in the Bible that I feel like were chasing holiness over happiness. You know, there's a lot of things we can chase in this life. Uh, You know, brother, uh, I think it was Brother Davey the other night in uh, TNT was talking about chasing the almighty dollar. Me and Matt was talking about the other day, you know, sometimes we feel like, you know, we're we're working more than we're anything. <laughs> but, you know, we can we can get so caught up in everything in this world that we're chasing something that's that's just temporary happiness. Just temporary happiness. You know, I read a quote the other day that said, God for for whatever reason we feel that God's priority is is our happiness. You know, if God if God wants us to be happy. So we we'll, he'll 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 give us that new job or you know, God wants us to be wants us to feel happy. You now I read this quote that said God's more concerned with our ultimate holiness much more than our temporary happiness. You know, and there's so so many things that go along with that. There's so many things that we chase in this world that's just temporary happiness. May not be wrong things, but you know, as God convicted me this week, you know, what am I chasing? You know, what am I putting my time into? What, what is my mind on 24-7? Is it, you know, do I, do I have time for God when I get home? You know, am, am I just more worried about trying to relax? Or am I more worried about trying to live a holy life? God cares more about our ultimate holiness much more than our temporary happiness. You know, I thought I was reading in Daniel and thought about Daniel. And uh, you know, you know, I you hear this story, Daniel in the lion's den, growing up. And but when you really read what he went through, not only in the lion's den, but living in Babylon, and and the place that that was. You know, we go through a lot of things in this life. There's there's horrible things happening. Uh, you know that we see on the news and and so many things that happen. But Daniel was living in a place that if they didn't like you, they just made a law to destroy you. You know, they, hey, this this man prays, and we don't want him praying, so let's make a law so we can throw him in the lion's den and just do away with him. You know, they lived in a, in a time where they could just just destroy people if they felt the need to. Daniel went through so much, but he was always chasing holiness over happiness. He put aside his temporary happiness. He learned how to thrive in Babylon. You know, we see as he went to the king's table, and, and he could have ate of the king's meat and been treated like royalty, but Daniel chose not to defile himself and knew he was already royalty. He was already the son of the king of kings. He didn't need to eat the meat, the king's meat. He was already royalty. Hallelujah. You know, this world's lifespan of happiness means nothing compared to God's happiness. You know, instead of chasing our happiness, we should be chasing God's happiness and, and seeing, you know, what can we do to make Him happy? That, you know, that's what, that's what God convicted me so much. Brother Jared, Monday morning when I thought about your message, you know, who am I to God? How does He look at me? You know, You know, how does He think about me? Do I make Him happy? Am I a son that He can be happy of? Hallelujah, Hallelujah! he pursued true holiness, Daniel pursued true holiness, you know, and as I read through Daniel, I was reading the story about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, a well-known story that we've heard all of our lives, and you know, I thought of that, you know, there's so many stories in the Bible where. They were faced with the question happiness or holiness. Happiness or holiness. You know, they chose holiness. You know, you know, we're gonna throw you in a fiery furnace. We're going to kill you. You're going to die. But we're going to choose holiness. You know, we could go along just like everybody else. You know, we can go over here and worship this idol and we can be happy for a short time. You know, they'll leave us alone, but I'm going to choose holiness and follow after the God after God. Hallelujah. You know, I, I think so many decisions in, in everyone's life, but especially young people, you know, how many times are you faced with this question of happiness or holiness? You know, so many things that the devil will bring your way. What's more important than holiness? You know, what have you put in front of God? What, what have you enjoyed as a as a temporary happiness that took the place of God's holiness? Something else that we see through Daniel's life is people knew him by his God. You know, when they seen Daniel, they knew him because of the, the way that God had used him by the dreams that he had interpreted and, and, and the way God had used him because they knew that Daniel, that's the man that falls after his God. That's, that's the God that has done miracles that we've seen. Chasing holiness over happiness. He made God his priority. He showed faith in terrible situations. You know, you don't see Daniel fighting to get out of going to the lion's den. You don't see him trying to argue his way out of it because he had faith. You know, as Brother Jared was singing, faith like Daniel. You know, he knew that God could take care of everything. He would just follow after God like he always does. Follow after holiness and we see as Daniel was also a friend to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and was a major influence in their lives. You know, they've seen how he followed after God and how he pursued holiness. And they followed in his footsteps. Hallelujah. Turn to Luke 18. we see in this story of the rich young ruler. In uh, Luke 18 and verse 18, And a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good, save one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, All these have I kept from my youth up. Now when Jesus heard these things, He said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing, sell all that thou hast, and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come follow Me. And when He heard this, He was very sorrowful, for He was very rich. You know, and I thought, when's the last time that we sold out to God? You know, God convicted us about something we need to give up. And we found it more important than chasing holiness. We found temporary happiness in that thing we're holding on to, and it's keeping us from eternal holiness. Hallelujah. So many, so many things, church, so many things that we chase for temporary happiness. It ain't always sin, but it's things that take up so much of our time, so much of our stress. And and if we're not careful, it leads us further and further away from His presence. Hallelujah! I want to be somebody that is sensitive to His Spirit. Hallelujah! Ephesians, Ephesians uh, four. And verse 17, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard Him, and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Hallelujah. I want to be somebody that can put off the old man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus! As I went through this week, I just felt so much—I don't know—not stress, but just so much of a burden, just let, let off me, just letting God have His way, you know, and whatever, in whatever way He wanted to uh, to use me or whatever He wanted to do with my life. <laughs> Putting away the old man, the old, the old things we can chase as happiness and pursuing true holiness hallelujah hallelujah let's all stand tonight oh